0: i probably zero X my butt.
1: You probably would. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Jim. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendjim.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. It is, I don't know the exact date of when this one's going to come out, but it's going to be in June. So happy birthday to us, Million Dollar yep. Landscaper. Turned three this year. Ooh-hoo. So we're pretty excited. It's been a different journey than we thought it was going to be, yeah. but I think better and maybe surprising. That's you, what I think. You I think, think better? I think it's been better than it Oh, it's been
0: better. I think so. You think better. Yes. No, I agree. I it's think been it better. has been better oh, yeah.
1: and it's been surprising.
0: I was. Actually, very surprised at how much I like to help people and how rewarding it is to hear when people, you know, respond to things and say how this has helped them, how that's helped them, how they earn this money or whatever it is. It's just you get the warm and fuzzies on yeah, the inside. It it's I, like, oh, thank you. Yeah. It's like,
1: well, but that's why we're here because yep. we didn't want people to go through the same problems that we went through because really this day and age, there is no reason to not take action, to not work on your business. There's really just no reason. All the information is out and available. We have it for you. So yep. just save some people some heartache that's right happy birthday to us that's That's awesome right we're at three uh so and if you're an academy member laura reality from landscape marketing secrets is taking over because we're on vacation right now right Right
0: now we are not in town
1: no we are not in town we i don't know where we are we're in wyoming probably somewhere unless we're in south dakota anyway but laura's in charge while we're gone so if you're an academy member Direct your questions to her. And if you're not in the Academy, now's a great time to join while Laura is in charge. Because mm-hmm. like we said, she's of Landscape Marketing Secrets. Girlfriend knows what she's talking about when it comes to marketing, especially. So if that's something that you're having trouble with, get in there and she can help you out.
0: Yeah, we have her and a couple other coaches in there that are willing to help you. Besides we do. Us, yeah, so. we have
1: other coaches. I'm just shouting her out yep. because she's uh, kind of holding down the fort while we're gone. Yep. So. so Thanks, Laura. So... All right, onto the show today. We are going to chat about, it's covering your costs and your estimates.
0: Just mistakes and things we see people tend to leave out, leave out or they forget about. Not that they don't do it intentionally, because I've done things on accident. So we just kind of want to go over some things that-
1: Yes, well, normally remote. when we're talking about estimating and messing up your estimates, if you are coming in low, if you're not making enough money, usually we're like, uh, check your overhead, check mm-hmm. your labor. Those are the major areas where people usually mess it up. Mm-hmm. People are usually like, oh, I got my like, direct costs. I've, I've got those under control. That's fine. But there are actually a lot of things that you can mess up in your direct costs. And so those are the ones that we want to talk about today. So even if you think you have that under wraps, on point, it's worth at least pulling some estimates out every now and again and just going ahead and double checking and making yeah. sure that you covered everything. Because like Scott, he has definitely inadvertently left things out of estimates before. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna trust. I'm gonna trust you on it. I've yeah. actually never put together an estimate. I'm not an no, estimator.
0: This goes to to some of the things we've seen, just hearing from people and talking to other landscapers. Just some things they don't even think about mm-hmm. to incorporate. So we're gonna gotta go over some of those things. Now we've done this podcast, something similar to this in the past. I don't remember what episode it was. I want to say like a lot well, or something. It's always it's, good to
1: kind of revisit yeah. things. Plus as we learn things, as we talk to other landscapers, mm-hmm. cause we obviously know the mistakes that we have made, yep. but as we have more Academy members and talk to more and more people, we can get a better grasp of how to help everybody kind of overall, because mm-hmm. we'll see what mistakes other people are making.
0: So we'll, we'll start off with superintendent's time. Um, so if you have a supervisor, Not necessarily a foreman, because a foreman is typically the one that's on the job site, but you have a supervisor that just kind of oversees the job or even just a general manager that oversees the job and just comes and checks in the crew, talks to the customer or whatever. You need to make sure you're incorporating their time in your estimates.
1: Would this be as well, like if you have a designer that like designed it and then just goes out and pops out and checks on it for a little bit?
0: Yep, there should be some kind of time that's factored into your estimates to incorporate any time that's you know, visiting the customer. So if there's a body on
1: that job site going to look at anything, make sure there's at least some way for their time to be incorporated. Don't forget
0: the vehicle that they're driving out there that costs the company money to get out there. So just to make sure you incorporate those two little things in there, that's something that adds up because typically you have something on that every job all the time. So for example, when I was a foreman out there, my dad would come check on us a couple of times. Well, he probably wasn't incorporating his time traveling out there so just something to consider
1: yes because and then we had designers as well that would design but were not foreman so Mm -hmm. they didn't build but they would i know go out Mm -hmm. and just you know go out to see maybe the foreman had some questions or just to make sure that the design is coming together as planned
0: yep another big one is factoring in callbacks now typically you know we don't want callbacks. You
1: aim for zero callbacks. <laughs> but,
0: but I can happen. tell you in like our water features side of thing, this is what something comes to my mind a lot is because, you know, we do our best to compact the soil and it's clay soil where we're from. But eventually you're going to have, uh, you know, something that settles and the dirt's going to settle and pull the liner down because you have a rock on there. So pull the liner down. We have a leak. So we started factoring and, you know, I think it was a couple hours every estimate, depending on the size of the project some time in there for callbacks. Like I said, we typically try to go for zero callbacks because that's the best way. It's the way you're makes the most profit. But if you know something is going to be or has a high potential for callbacks, why not figure some time in there for that?
1: Yep. Like you said, if it's yep. something, oh, yeah. Probably yep. going to have to go back yep. at
0: least once. Yep. Especially when something big and something you've never done certain things for, like we've, you know, trying different features and water things and just being creative. Sometimes you're going to have those types of things. You just, you may not even foresee it. So just plan a few hours in there, an hour or whatever you think it'll be to to incorporate. Might be good
1: to put that in as well. If you're offering a new service that you Mm -hmm. maybe haven't done before, because there's just more possibility for errors. Say you're just, you're new to whatever, hardscapes, irrigation, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. If you've not done it before, congrats Mm -hmm. for putting yourself out there and trying something new. But give yourself some grace. Give yourself a little extra time.
0: Yep. So the next one is permits. Most time when we see people don't forget these and I, you know, at least in our area, we don't have to have a permit for every single job, but there are occasions where we had to have them and uh, just something
1: and Typically I, would just, people remember, but. I would just slide in there with, I think some permits can go in your overhead. Like well, yes. Like if we had to have like a town permit, we yeah. would just get all of our permits for the individual towns that are around here mm-hmm. and just put those in our overhead, whatever. Yeah. So this yes, is more sorry. if it's like a
0: work permit, job specific yeah, job permit. Yeah. So sorry about that. Yeah. should have clarified that. Yeah. So that's
1: why I'm here. Yeah, that's right. No worries. I got you. Babe. So
0: yes, yeah. so, like a GC type of contract or permit I should say, so you can do work in that city, town, whatever it is, that's gonna go in your overhead and that should be put in every single job, but just specific permits like Katie said. Okay. Uh, Another one is if you do have bigger jobs, uh, we would get some bigger commercial jobs sometimes and uh, people have to use a restroom sometimes. So we'd bring in a uh, -a port-a-pot
1: if you uh, don't want toilet, or everybody, everybody call it. leaving to go to the gas station yep. or god forbid going along the side of the house or maybe in the corner of the yard yep. all of which has happened
0: yes unfortunately so <laughs> it's just something to think about and make sure you are incorporate that into the cost and the next one kind of goes along the same lines as a dumpster on the job site or even a dump fee i can tell you in our jobs pretty much we're always bringing back something you know if you're tearing out the concrete on a job site to put in a new patio or whatever You may have to bring that debris back, so make sure you're charging a dump fee to get rid of it. Even if you keep it at a shop, you need to to incorporate something.
1: Yeah, we would keep, well, because we had dumpsters at the shop that, once again, went into overhead. Those were Mm -hmm. our dumpsters that were just there for, like, every day, all the time stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you have a specific dumpster out on the job, or even if you haul it back to the shop and maybe have to get, like, an extra dumpster for the week or something, Mm -hmm. make sure that's included. Or We actually even have areas around here. I'm sure everywhere is different. I don't know. But where you can take debris and dump Dump it. it, Yeah, we have
0: dump sites that we can take stuff to. So, but just make sure you incorporate that and think about that. So if you're pulling out a lot of debris, how many trips to that dump site? And your time to to
1: drive it to the dump site. With the equipment. (laughs) With the equipment, with the truck, with the trailer, dump trailer, whatever you've got. Yep. Make sure that is all in there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, that's coming out of your pockets.
0: Yep. Sometimes it's required to have soil tests. So make sure if you do have to pay for soil testing to make sure you incorporate that. In our area, we can uh, take it to our local- um, The extension, extension. office yeah. and stuff
1: will do it. I didn't know if that was like an everywhere yeah, type I thing or I'm not, sure, because we have through Purdue University, yeah. we've got but, extension offices, and yeah, I don't but know the, if I that's I think that's they common.
0: recently started charging for that, so. Oh, okay. But just something to consider. Uh, we kind of talked a little bit about this before, like design stuff. Well, I guess you talked more about the designer going out there but a design fee. So if it's going to be something large, make sure you're charging for the time for the designer to design it and all the materials and everything goes into it. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, if you're using computer software, you're paying for that computer software. So it either needs to be, you're charging per job to cover that software or it needs to be the it's software probably in put your, your overhead. overhead so either software, way, but... but it needs to be incorporated somewhere. So
1: well, and a lot of people like to do like the charge for the design and then knock part of that price off the job. If you mm-hmm. get it, every business is going to yeah. be different. I know some people specifically make money on their designs Mm -hmm. like we'll do these awesome designs that are like way nicer than anything that we ever did i mean we had some (laughs) designers that did good work but i know some people specifically designing is like their jam and they make a lot of their money off of it we were kind of more of like the company that would like oh yeah you have to pay your for your design if you go with us, we'll knock some of that money off of it. So we would make money on the design, but not like tons, I yeah. guess is what I'm trying to say. It wasn't yeah. a huge revenue generator for us, but we did make money on it and obviously <laughs> recovered at a minimum. The designer at least had to pay for their and their time, you know, yeah. like we yeah. gave our designer like you need to sell like this amount of work every year yeah. in order to pay your salary. So yeah. they did have benchmarks that they had to meet in order to pay for themselves.
0: Well, then kind of along those lines is if there's a commission fee. So if you have yep. to pay, you pay them commissions make sure that's getting incorporated into the cost of the job site. So, uh, another one is a pallet fee. Sometimes some of the hardscape suppliers do require you to pay a pallet fee to use their pallets and then you get it back when you return them sometimes. So just consider that, you know, you may it's going to be upfront cost or sometimes they just charge you altogether for the pallet. So just think about that. Yeah, um, do they
1: generally take them back? Ours seem sometimes. to always just pile up. Well,
0: <laughs> no, nah, we take them back every few months. Like for our Unilock stones, oh, okay. they would take them back. So um, now, if you are having to travel a long distance to go to a job site, we've done this a few times where we had to stay overnight. So, you know, there are heavy lodging figured in there because the crews had to stay somewhere. And then, you know, meals and lodging and anything like that in there and through the cost as well. So. Uh, drive time. This is a big one. We see a lot of people don't even think about drive time. So you even have to, their
1: local drive yes, time, even yes. if they're not going out like on a destination mm-hmm. build or yeah. something, even just in town drive time. And
0: this is a huge one. So every job you're driving, whatever, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes to a job site, sometimes more you need to incorporate there and back. So if it's a half hour there, it's a half hour back. So I figure, so you got one or hour could drive even time. even more back depending yeah. if you're
1: coming home during traffic. So exactly. that's just something that you'll have to gauge On your own you know some places have more traffic than others
0: that's just a big one we see people forget and another one is uh loading time you know you have to load the material you have to load the equipment everything in the morning and then unload it at some point so it's all part of that job a lot of times people don't even think about that but that's part of that job the customer's paying for your time they're hiring you for your time so there's time to load up the stuff and to unload it so make sure you incorporate that so that's kind of the general list of things but the other ones we see one
1: more if you have to go back in water.
0: Oh, I did.
1: I got my eagle so. eyes on you. Well, especially when we did a lot. Of, we went through a phase there where it seemed like we were doing a lot of sod and hydro seed. Mm-hmm. And, and like new construction where maybe people didn't live there yet. Yeah. So we had a tanker truck and would have to go back in water.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. And the next one is equipment. So we need to make sure we're charging for our equipment. A lot of times, and this is something we're guilty of. We didn't charge for our equipment all the time. My dad might throw in like. $200 or whatever it was. There's just some rounded wasn't off numbers. It was like based numbers. on anything. He no, he's like, yeah, just throw $200 in there and that's going to cover our costs. Well, did it? Did it, it really? really? Yeah, I don't know. so make sure you're incorporating everything. And I'm not talking just you know, your skidsters and mini skidsters and excavators. I'm talking wieners, blowers, all those things. They cost you money to buy it. So you have to, you know, compactors, saws, all that stuff. If it's got
1: a motor, you better have a price for it. That's kind of just like a little easy Mm -hmm. rule.
0: Yeah. Trucks, make sure you're charging for that. And the equipment can go two different ways. I've seen people charge per hour or charge for a whole day. To me, I'd rather charge the whole entire time it's on a job. So if we're on a job for eight hours, they're getting charged for the full eight hours, not just the time it drives there and then drives back.
1: It's that opportunity cost because if the truck or a piece of equipment is out on that job, then it's not being used elsewhere. So it has to be charged that full
0: Mm -hmm. time. So those are kind of the big ones. Next section we're going to get into is materials things tip. that are easy to forget yeah, about we tend to know what we need to figure in in our pricing for materials and i'm not saying you're not calculating your bricks right or bulk material right but just little things we sometimes don't think about such as like screws or sod staples a marking paint's a big one people don't think about those that that's that's yeah, expensive And if you
1: forget it on one estimate mm-hmm. obviously that's not going to bankrupt yeah. you but if you don't put it in all season for multiple years, that's yeah. coming out of your profits. I yeah. mean, it gets paid for. So. Yeah.
0: so those are kind of the big things we see people tend to forget. And obviously there's labor and overhead, too, that needs to be figured in. And we do promote using production hours or man hours, whatever you want to call for your it, labor. for your labor. This is honestly the best way to calculate estimates yeah
1: and i think we have whole episodes on we do. just using production hours and we have mm. whole episodes on overhead yeah. that we can link to in the show notes but this was really we just kind of wanted to talk about those things that people forget a lot that are yeah. not labor in overhead because most people like we said they're like oh i got my direct costs on point i don't i'm fine yeah but you might not so just yeah. just well, double check it
0: and it's easy to forget things unless you have it in some kind of system. So we have spreadsheets that have a lot of the stuff in there. So you can just basically run down the list. No, I need this or no, I don't need this or yes, well, I need this. this and what it goes sets through.
1: our spreadsheets apart from like most estimating softwares that you get, like LMN mm. or all that. We like super customized them. Mm. So it had everything that we know we needed in there yeah. and it's in there all the time. You don't have to go and put it in every time. Mm-hmm. It's like a yes or no. Am yeah. I using this? because that's how you forget things. Cause you're doing your estimate after you like worked all day and your brain is dehydrated and already yeah. turned to mush. Um, and that's when you start to forget. things.
0: Yeah. And I will say LMN and I think like synced up are now having features where you can kind of bundle things. So like, for oh, example, nice. uh, hardscaping, you pull out a whole hardscaping It's going to pull out everything that you need for material and you know, equipment, and everything, it'll be a bundled package, oh, which is nice. nice. So yeah. they, it's getting better on those that end of things. But you do need some kind of system to make sure you're not forgetting these things or, or some kind of checklist because you're bound to forget something. Like Katie said, at 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night, when you're tired, your brain isn't working right. I, I forgot whole biofalls on projects before. And it yeah. was $800 whatever it was at the time. I don't remember five, 800 bucks, whatever it was. It was pretty damn expensive for and we something had to forget. It, yeah. So just have some kind of system that you don't forget these types of things, you know, start writing things down and just make sure you have them in there.
1: So, yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is maybe like we mentioned, just pull out some of your estimates, make sure that you have covered Mm -hmm. all of these things. Mm -hmm. uh, So you're not forgetting them. And then like Scott said, make that checklist. So you aren't (laughs) in the off hours, you're not forgetting anything.
0: All right, guys. Well, Make sure like you do, like Katie said, start some kind of list and start some kind of checklist and, and get some kind Are of system. Are you just recapping
1: together. my recap? I, I recapped and you're recapping my recap. I am. You're just trying to one up. Go ahead, finish. <laughs> and I'll ask you your, your questions for the podcast.
0: But yes, yeah, make sure you get all your stuff in order just because it's, it's so simple to forget. All Not right. Did I recap your recap?
1: Yeah, I I, don't, I stopped listening because I was annoyed <laughs> you were recapping my recap. So anyway, I'm just going to ask you your pod deck questions. We'll right. we move on with our lives here. All right. Would you rather never celebrate your birthday again or never drink alcohol again?
0: I can go without my birthday. Yeah, you don't really care about your birthday. I figured
1: that's what you would pick. Even with booze or no booze, you don't really care about your birthday. Uh, Would you rather eat a whole bag of marshmallows or a whole jar of peanut butter all at once?
0: Probably do peanut butter over marshmallows.
1: Really? Okay. That's a tough one. Marshmallows
0: too sweet. I'd probably get sick and throw up.
1: Yeah, peanut butter is like thick. Either one of those sounds like it's going to end in vomit. yes, yes. (laughs) Would you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party?
0: I'd probably Xerox my butt.
1: You probably would. I yeah, would. I can't argue with that. All right. <laughs> this went exactly like I thought it would.
0: So. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today and hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.